is episode 280 for the second week of June. I'm Jordan. This is Nerds Eye View. And I'm joined by Andrew. Hi. Welcome to your house, Andrew. <laughs> yes, and welcome to my house. Yes, you're, you're welcome. And Tom. Hi. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing good. Here once again to chronicle every Morgan Freeman movie. <laughs> that's that's why we brought you. Yeah. We saw who is Bill, and we said we got to bring Tom it, back. It is truly a convergence of strange things. Yep. Both, <laughs> both Morgan Freeman and uh, you, you, you still don't have an answer from Chris about yeah. what his, he, his thoughts on Now You See Me, the first one, are. God, oh. that makes me feel bad, mm-hmm. having to say Now You See Me, the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oof. I mean, he hyped it up so much, and then he didn't review it. I feel like he still hasn't seen it. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in case you, you guessed from all those clues, we're reviewing Now You See Me too. Before that, we're going to have the top ten. After that, we're going to have new releases. After our baseline review, we're going to have our promotions and guess the ending. And at the very end of the show, we're going to have our discussion. And I... I this is probably going to be a little beefy because there's there's a whole lot of knowledge dropped at the end of this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. You said nonsense, Rowan. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sometimes I do that. Uh, I pronounce Wee. things strangely. Wee. But let's get into the top ten. All right, count me down. I read number ten. The Jungle Book. After I saw number nine. Captain America. Civil War. And to get there, you had to join number eight. Alice through the looking glass. While avoiding number seven. The Angry Birds movie. And the only way to do that is to say number six. Me before you. Two, number five. X-Men Apocalypse. And get help from number four. This one's a little long, so stick with me, please. Teenage Mutant, Ninja Turtles, colon, Out of the Shadows. And they wouldn't say number three. Now you see me, too. Which no one will do for number two. Walkwaft. But definitely for number one. The Conjuring 2. Well, I mean, enough people saw Warcraft to make it number two. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's huge in the Asian markets right now. Yeah. But it also, it got beat by a sequel to a based on a true story horror film. Yeah, but that, that and The I, Conjuring's really good. Okay. And my issue here is that they didn't call it the contouring. <laughs> well, it's not about uh, makeup. Uh, but <laughs> so, I mean, when it comes down to it, like that's a f- that's maybe my favorite horror movie I've seen in a long time. Like recently, right. like that's there's a lot of crappy horror films that come out, mm-hmm. and that one was really good. Mm-hmm. And they set up at the end of the first Conjuring like this this room of horrors yeah, of yeah, all yeah. of their past you know, uh, cases. And just building a movie franchise on that, I think is really cool. I mean, it's a great premise for a, a, like a horror TV show if you wanted to go that route. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, they did that, uh, wasn't it Annabelle a spinoff of yeah. The Conjurings? Yeah. So I think, I think enough people have seen Conjuring and Annabelle and they like what's coming from that that mm-hmm. we get a number like this. I mean, 40 million is a really strong showing for a horror film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let alone... A, a Especially sequel. now, beginning yeah. of... I mean, I, I still call it the beginning of the summer movie Yeah, season. but it's a weird time to release a horror film, and mm-hmm. a lot of people were ready. I mean, we've had our animated films, we've had our superhero you know, sludge that we went through during the first part of the summer, and, 
And now people are ready for a horror film. Mm-hmm. A good one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just don't think Warcraft is going to... That I might go see it because it's Duncan Jones, but that's about yeah, it. Me too. For that reason. That's about that. Yeah. Uh, well, are, are you going to wait out for that Bowie cut, though? <laughs> are we gonna? Are we gonna wait I'm gonna, for that Bowie I'm gonna cut? search it out. I don't. I'm not gonna wait though. There's okay. a Bowie cut. <laughs> yeah, because he showed it to his dad before it was ready, so it was a different uh, cut of the film. And his dad was like, "Good job, son." Yeah. Yeah, well, my album's better than that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> but he didn't usually, say it. But I can tell. You know, you can tell with Bowie. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta say nice things to your children. As someone who has no children, mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. Uh, the funny thing with this teenage nonsense movie. Uh, when I typed it out into the list, I forgot the word the, so I just called it out of shadows. Ooh. And that was funnier to me. I, like I almost left it, but I was yeah. like, nah. We're out of shadows. We're out of shadows. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> We've run out of shadows. Oh, did you check aisle six? Yeah. No, no shadows. Yep. That's crazy. That's, it's preparing them for the Peter Pan universe Ooh. crossover. We put it in a shredder. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's what you got to do before you sew it back on. Yeah. But good times. I mean, good good showing. Uh, good numbers. Yeah. It's, I think it's a little. I mean, I think it is kind of crazy. The the three new movies got the top three spots. That hasn't happened in a while. In a while. Usually and something comes in at like eight. Yeah. And uh, what is it? Now You See Me Too. I mean, we're going to get to our review, but I'm actually shocked to see it in the top five. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think that many people liked the first one. Yeah, me neither. But it's got a weird like cult following. Like I know a I lot guess. of my family members who are like in their 40s that love Now You See Me. That's weird. <laughs> Does yeah. that feel weird? Yeah. It's got, it hits with a certain age. Yeah, the first one was directed by the guy who who did like The Incredible Hulk and stuff. Yeah, and uh, the, one of the trans, transporter movies. Mm-hmm. So, and this one's from the director of the first two Step Ups. Are one, perfect. Two of them, Beautiful. Yeah. I think a couple more than that. I think this is, <laughs> this yeah. is from the director of several Step Ups, including Revolution. Step Up Revolution, yeah. my favorite one. So this movie is a step down. <laughs> my favorite and only Step hey, Up I've seen. We're not at the review yet. But let's get to the new releases. All right. New releases on DVD and Blu-ray, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Which we reviewed on episode 267. That was an episode where I wasn't there. Yep. Wow. I named it The One Without Andrew. Yeah. And uh, But then I did go and see 10 Cloverfield Lane. Which and I think? liked it. Yeah. 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 We did too. I've been mean to see it. I really love the first one, one of the best found footage movies. So I'm interested to see what they do with this one. Yeah. I, I would warn you that it's a film that exists... In the same ballpark, the same, but super there, different. There's but no ballpark super in different. Cloverfield. Yeah. I think well, there actually I mean, was. Uh, they, they run through like a park at one point. That's yeah. not a ballpark, though. I mean, I but know. it's on a field. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Eddie the Eagle, which we reviewed on episode <laughs> two sixty-seven, the one where I wasn't there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, strange thing was, Vincent and I. Ended up really liking it. Yeah. Like, thank God we don't have to see that trailer anymore. Yeah. Oh, but God. it was strangely endearing, mm-hmm. and and a good a good story. So mm-hmm. that was a big surprise for both of us. Huh. I'm still not seeing it. And London has fallen, which we reviewed on episode two sixty seven. Yeah. Hey, that was actually the one that I wasn't there for. Yeah, you weren't there for that one. And if you can guess it, Benson and I didn't like this movie. Yeah. I kind of loved the first one. So did I. Okay. In spite of its horrible CG. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. But I don't know how they could fail on... Guess what? This one has just as bad CG. Oh, man. And 
the writing is horrible, and there's like one good scene in the entire film. It's the, like they took. Does, does the president get to fight a little or no? A little bit, yeah. But uh, what, because what, that was my big complaint in the first one. What they happens, put him in a room, and he was a boxer, and yeah, he only yeah. gets to punch someone right at the end. Right, right, right. Come yeah. on. In this, it's like they took all the worst parts about the main character's persona huh. and turned them all up to eleven. No. Oh. Like, he curses, like, twice in the first movie. Uh-huh. And in this, he's just got a filthy mouth. He's constantly cursing. <sighs> and just stabbing people in the head a whole bunch. Well. And it's really cathartic when he does it in the first one. Because you, you feel like he's gone through so much crap. Yeah. And he's he's facing off against, uh, uh, arguably, like, his nemesis. Uh-huh. And he just knifes that guy in the head. And you're like, oh, yeah. And in this one, you're just like, dude, he didn't even deserve that. You're so angry at that guy. <laughs> He didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You said the F word 14 times and you stabbed him in the head. Mm-hmm. Why are you so angry, man? Look, he just, he loves his president. Obviously. <laughs> he I'm loves his country. I'm yeah. looking forward to White House down too because it's inevitable. Yeah. I think that might win just be called White House up again. Yeah, because I mean, these men are around around the same time anyway. <laughs> mm. That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. And Sorceress. That's a, a, a film with Linda Blair from 1995. Oh, boy. I'm unsure if what role she plays, but it's something like uh, someone's wife wants to get revenge on someone. aspiring law partner's wife tries to eliminate her husband's rival, whose wife is an expert at witchcraft. Yeah. Oh, boy. She really got typecast. 1995, even. That was like a while after. Yep. All right, what else? I mean, she also did Repossess with Leslie Nielsen, which was a comedy version of The Exorcist, and Mm. that was like 10 years after. She couldn't escape it. Uh-huh. Yep. On DVD only, we have, and I'm hoping I'm going to do this title justice, Australians. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That's funny, right? Yeah. That's a good funny title. What if there were aliens in Australia? <laughs> like, that was the pitch. That yeah, was the pitch That's meeting. literally the pitch. Yep. All right, that's all I got there. And Klitschko. That's a documentary. About the brothers Klitschko. And what did they do? They, they were, were two brothers boxers? born into hard times in... Uh, uh, were they Russian? They look a little... It looks... You know. Oh, they're Eastern European. Yeah. Uh, they, they grew up uh, and aspired to be like world championship boxers. It kind of looks like Warrior. And... Uh. Isn't Warrior two brothers who oh, end up fighting? Yeah. Kind of thing? They're from Ukraine. Uh, they started off as like really good amateurs and then ended up becoming international stars because between the two of them, they they held the championship titles for all five boxing federations at the same time. Jesus. Yeah. Interesting. And O'Shaughnessy's boy. This one's got a really great description as well. Oh, my God. If you're getting there. A one-armed circus animal tamer <laughs> regains... What? Regains his son. What? Regains? Yeah. He lost him. He regained him. And the confidence he lost along with his wife... Oh, man, so that it's is like, a loaded sentence. Yeah, he has one arm. Probably he lost it losing his wife, and now he's regaining his confidence as well as because his son. His, uh, his son came back. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot there, and it's from what year? Oh, man, freaking 35, man. 1935. 1935. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like such wow. an Irish story to me. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. On Blu-ray, they were expendable. This is a John Wayne film. Yes, it is. Yep. From I, 45. I would hope this is where they got the title The Expendables from. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger stops by for a quick cameo on his way back to the governor's mansion. Yeah, during a World War II fight in the Philippines. Yeah. Yep. 
And on TVDD, we have The X-Files Complete 10th Season. Is now, this the most recent one? Uh, this is, in fact, the yeah the, the one that just came out. Oh. Uh, normally, we would guess if Jordan's seen it, but I'm going to just say no. I'm, just, I'm pretty sure not. Yeah. I'm sure you're not, dog. <sighs> but have you seen any X-Files? Do oh, yeah. Any? Yeah? Yes. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just say it all right. all right. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of it. I really enjoyed it, uh, but I'm not up to date, and I don't like watching like newer seasons than if I've missed the older ones. Yeah, of course. So I'd rather go back and watch what I haven't seen and then, yeah. and then catch up. The crazy thing from what I've heard from people who love the X-Files is that uh-huh. this new, brand new season actually starts answering questions that came up way early in the series and were just kind of Dropped. pushed to the side mm-hmm. when they got other mysteries going on. Mm-hmm. And it's that's crazy to me, and and but then it ends with still not a big answer. Yeah, that's what I heard. I feel like they're it trying. They're, they're, they're trying side. to get more. They're trying to get more. I feel. Yeah. I feel like they're pushing for that. Yeah, they're trying real hard. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Are we playing a game? No, I don't All have right. anything for this. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just had funny titles. No, they were good. So if you want to see any of those and complain about not playing games, check out your local video store. Yeah. Go rent Australians. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good time, actually. <laughs> Yeah, the title, the the posters were good. Uh, all right, so when we come right back, we will be reviewing. Now you see me too. Let the momentum of the car do the work for you. It's all in the wrist. Not bad. Now you want to see a thing of beauty? Bingo, bango, bongo. That's good. It's good to be positive despite making zero progress in a year. You thought that they had disappeared forever, but this is the moment we've all been waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, the four horsemen. And the girl horsemen. Woo! Yeah! Nope. Are you listening, horsemen? You will get what's coming to you. Thank you, everybody! In ways you can't expect. Hey, it's great to be back. magicians in the world are my magic trick. Everyone get off the stage. We jumped off a rooftop in New York. Where the hell are we? We landed in China. How, how is this possible? This is simply my move. Next one is yours. Somebody got the better of us, okay? Somehow. Yes, you were lured into a trap. Ta-da! This is the key to every computer system on the planet. I want you to steal it for me. We're still gonna play your little games. I know you will. We're going out with the show. People will never forget. Hey, do that myself. Thanks for having us. Ago, we were tricked. Let's go, let's go. So it's only fitting that we do the same thing to the person who did it to us. Damn, it feels good to be back. Hello, hello. Stop. Make it go up. There's always more than what's on the surface. Now You See Me Too, directed by John M. Chu. That rhymes. Yeah. Uh, written by some people. Starring Jesse Eisenberg, Mark Ruffalo, Woody Harrelson, the other people. Dave Franco? 
Yeah. And uh, Lizzie Kaplan, unfortunately. I felt sad for her. Like, honestly. And Daniel Radcliffe. And, uh, you know, some of your favorites come back. Like Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman. Ooh, Wait, Michael Caine was in the first one? Yes, he was. Yep. Why do I not remember that? That was, that was, was part the, of the plot in this was, one, too. The, the, he was the big bad. He was just, like, there. Uh, anyway. Oh, that's funny. Lizzie Kaplan was in Cloverfield. I was very uh-huh. yeah. yeah. I was very excited when Jay Chow showed up. Jay oh yeah, up. Jay Chow's. I really like him. I'm gonna say he was underused though. Yeah, yeah. just that's. Well, he's usually underused. Just start yeah. with that. And that's usually half baked. Uh, so, the plot of this, at the end of the first Now You See Me, the the four horsemen are uh, kind of notorious, uh, infamous, rogue magicians. <laughs> One of them has faked their own death. Yeah, one of them faked his own death. Uh, so now they just call themselves the Horsemen because there's not really four of them. Also, uh, oh, Isla Fisher didn't want to come back for this film, so... Oh, yeah, they had to get a new so Horseman. So they had to explain... I was like, oh, yeah, wait. They had to explain what happened person. to her. Uh, and uh, they had to just shoehorn in poor Lizzie Kaplan. And uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Morgan Freeman went to jail. I couldn't even remember why he was in jail. Because he was seen as an uh, as an accomplice to the Horseman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was he was framed for having stolen all the money. Oh, sure, 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 sure. sure. Uh, and also, I mean, look, this is. I mean, I guess spoilers for the first one, but also, come on, we're talking about the second one. I was pretty sure at the end of the first one, they just were like, yeah, magic is real. And then just like everyone jumped into like a spinning vortex and, and joined the eye, yeah, the secret they, society. The writing, like, that's the way that the first one ended. The writing definitely <laughs> says that of like, no, in order to prove ourselves that we're good enough to get real magic, we had to do all this. Yeah. And then and they, there was like a Dylan, spinning... Dylan was the gatekeeper. There was like a spinning, uh, what do you call it, carousel or something that yeah. they all jumped into and like poofed, like magic. Disappeared. Yeah. And I was like, all right, sweet. I guess that explains all the tricks that didn't make sense to me, someone who has experience with, you know, illusions. Like, I, mm-hmm. like I was like, okay, that now everything makes more sense. That yeah. this, this world actually has magic. And then the second one kind of starts with like, nah... They're still just doing tricks. Yeah. Still just... It's all just tricks. They're all just throwing cards around or something. It's all just tricks. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So that's just to prep everyone if you're going to go see Now You See Me Too. Oh, yeah. They don't answer that question at all. None of it... Yeah. None, and the eye is, like, still mysterious and weird. Mm. Yes. Mm. Come on. We'll get to that in the discussion part, but come on. Mm. Whatevs. Okay. Uh... And so, it's, I don't know. This movie's not good. All right, I'm going to blow your fucking mind. I love this movie. I figured. Yeah, because I, I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. Because I have the unique ability, amongst anyone who comes onto this podcast, of turning off my brain for dumb stuff sometimes. Uh. <laughs> and uh, I really liked uh, Woody Harrelson's brother. Oh, uh, no. Because of how dumb it was, I, I'm trying to figure out. Like fake honestly, teeth I've been and his oh, fake hair. God. I've been trying to figure out if like Woody Harrelson just wanted more money or something, no. and they were like, "You got to put in double work." And he said, "I got it." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, I'm just going to blow this right out of the water. I'm really disappointed they never did a twin switch. Yeah. Like that. I was waiting for the whole film. Oh, gee, right at the end, I thought, this is it. Yeah, there's good. this is the time for the switch. This is the twin switch. Nope. Yeah. I was like, obviously, this is why we had to have his twin, so we could do a twin switch. Mm-hmm. They didn't even take, they didn't take advantage of a twin switch right. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Come on. And then they they also wrote out uh, Mark Ruffalo's girlfriend from the first one. Yeah. Well, Without even explaining. Yeah. Like at the end of the first one, they put a lock on the on the Paris Bridge where you're in love forever. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, all right, yeah, let's Yeah, they at out. least took a moment to explain why we needed a different horseman, but not what happened to yeah. French Interpol girlfriend. French Interpol lady. And they even yeah. said Interpol like a bunch. Yeah. They were, like it would have been nice for her FBI, to show up. The FBI people were like, we've got to get Interpol. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to get it. That'd be nope. great if she showed up in mm-hmm. London. And or they even had Macau. That, they had that awkward moment mm-hmm. where she, where she's like, really, you're still doing this? Yeah. And I then thought shot you were him. This. And then shot him? Yeah. Man, he got some hate for this film. Hold no, I mean, just because that would be interesting and be a character development. Are we getting slamming doors due to wind? Whoa. <laughs> There's a wind flow. The wind okay. doesn't like your opinion. Eh, or maybe my opinion is the wind. Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, I can't say why I like this film until the discussion, so you guys go ahead and bag on the movie for the rest of the <laughs> review, and uh, we'll get to the discussion later. I just feel like a lot of it didn't make any sense, because... Because reasons? Yeah, I guess for discussion reasons, but mostly, I'm going to say, uh, without getting into specifics, specific, specific of it, see, the magic is making me unable to form words, uh, the complete like altering of Morgan Freeman's character just baffled and yeah, I got to rewatch the first one to see if where no, they that take wasn't the character in the first makes one. sense. Like that wasn't in the first one. So I'm gonna say they completely rewrote his character to make it work for uh, this time. No, I mean they really did their best to make it make sense, but for me it just was like no, that's dumb. Like why? Like that doesn't make. I, I mean, it ended up making. Like they I didn't feel like add any new information into this except for what happens in the film. All of his backstory is still the same. No. Like how this film starts off, they talk about that in the first movie. One hundred percent. It's the whole reason why he's in yeah, jail. Except because in the he last, hates him for thirty minutes. In the last scene. Years. In the last scene, Morgan Freeman drops some info that's like, oh, the whole Are you time. About this film of this movie? Yes. We're not in discussion yet. Why are you I even know. bringing it up? That's what I'm saying. That's stop, why I don't like stop, Morgan Freeman. Stop bringing it up. I almost didn't want to have a discussion. discussion. Talk. I almost didn't want to have a discussion for this one because it's just let's, so Then ridiculous. let's blow it wide open. Let's just do discussion now. No, you already said so. We'd have to re-record the whole beginning. No, we wouldn't. Yeah, we would. No, we're changing. We're changing everything. You All right. Put it in the so, show at the end, Morgan Freeman reveals that he. Oh, spoilers are entering. Uh, uh, Morgan Freeman reveals that the whole time he he's was the working, leader of the eye. Not the leader. He's of the, the eye. leader of the eye. He was working. No, with, he's the leader of the eye. Where does he say he was the leader of the eye? He says you have to look. For, he says this is all up to you now, Dylan. Mm-hmm. I'm passing. The, he pretty much says I'm passing the torch without saying the words. I'm passing the torch. He's the leader of the eye. He always has been. Ugh. And he's passing the torch to Dylan, and then he brings up you need to find your replacement. Don't forget to do that, and then. Mm-hmm. Jesse Eisenberg walks in like that's the whole point and that he was in colludes with his father because they were all a part of the eye and that he's been the leader for the, like the last 20 years. So what's years. the point of the eye if he can die in a safe still? 
Like, well, it was an accident. Accidents yeah, happen. I guess. Remember, this is well, a world where magic doesn't really exist. I know, and it should because... Maybe that's where a lot of your anger comes from. It never fulfills on that promise of the first movie. Yes. Yeah. It rewrites entire swaths of the first film just to make this film make more sense, which also makes it make less sense. Mm. I wish I, I could I, even remember the first I need film. to watch the first one again. It completely, it like completely gets rid of the Interpool lady to throw in a new young lady who is uh, whatever, well, Mark yeah, Ruffalo's that's, boss, that's so that case. they can have like a... I feel like she just they, said no. They're not the like I know she definitely said no because come on, like it was it'd be ridiculous. I guess I'm more forgiving than most because I can forgive people having to scramble to cover for an actor who doesn't want to come back for a film that we don't need. Like I, all these people could have done better work elsewhere. Like like I'm even I'm, I'll start with Dave Franco. Dave Franco could be do way better elsewhere. I mean, the film makes commentary on that the whole time. Everything that Lizzie says. Well, yeah, she's... That's practically a commentary also they're for trying, his career. I feel like with, with the, putting, you know, putting her in and having her you know, come on to Dave Franco, they're trying to swap the, the normal way that d- the dialogue would work between a romantic couple, which is the man coming on to the woman. So they have mm-hmm. the woman coming on to the man, mm-hmm. and they're trying to act like that's something you know, great, and it's really not. It's still lame. Okay. I, like I, still, I, en- I, I enjoyed know. that. I liked her the best out of all of them, and I felt the worst for her as an actress. There was no character development. There was nothing. I didn't care about anyone except for Dil- Dylan. Is that Mark Ruffalo's character's mm-hmm. name? Yeah. And it like it had a. It felt like this movie needed a big crazy reveal at the end, and the big crazy reveal was like, yeah, I guess uh, Morgan Freeman was part of it. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't crazy enough for me. Like that made sense to me. Like I started to think that as soon as he was like, "Take me to Macau," and I was like, "Okay, well he's obviously part of this somehow." Shrug. Mm-hmm. And then the then it was it it felt even more lazy when it turned out that Daniel Radcliffe's father was Michael Caine. That felt so lazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> like so ridiculously lazy. I don't know. I, I, there were a couple like interesting parts where whatever the hell Daniel Radcliffe's character's name was I don't remember any character names in this holding movie and I really don't think anyone else will in, in two weeks Walter. but sure he, his, he had a couple of times where he was, he was trying to make a thing about like oh science is better than magic and yet I don't know I, I felt like that was super weak yeah, and at the end of the day, they just prove them right because all of their tricks that they use at the end of the movie are science. Mm. And I honestly, I think they didn't do this at all in the first one because this is not how magicians work. But at the end of this movie, they like, on, on the big trick. stage, they explain every single trick. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this, the, that Valentine guy? Do you remember that? Like in the oh, early 2000s, yeah. there was a masked, the masked magician, Valentine. He, he went on all and tricks. explained all the tricks. Yeah. And I was um, like, this is, that's not how magic works at all. Yeah. And that's what Morgan Freeman's whole beef was with them. And the whole first movie was that they were pretending like they were doing magic. And really, they were just like doing hand distractions. Mm-hmm. Like that was Morgan Freeman's entire beef with, with the group, with mm-hmm. ma- magicians in general. Mm-hmm. And yet here at the end, they're like, oh, well, let's explain everything. Like, have they already aligned with Morgan Freeman by that point? No. I mean, exactly. I don't know. Just all of it was kind of incongruous. And the, that card scene in, it went on forever. Where they're flipping the card at each oh, other. Oh, yeah, that went way on. What the hell was that? It's like, well, you're... That's not even magic. You, that's you, like a card, like, that's see, literal way, card tricks. Yeah, and my complaint about that, too, is at the end of the day, someone would be done being searched. Yeah. Who, and then could just hold the card after that. Exactly. And, but would throw it to someone who's about to get searched. That doesn't make any sense. No, they, 
uh, once the card hit everyone, I was like, okay, cool, the scene's over. And, and then they threw it back to the next person. I was yeah. like, he just got searched. You threw it to him, and now yeah, he's. Why would you throw it away? He's not. You're not getting searched. <sighs> that was ridiculous. That was painful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then th- at the end, that was like, oh, that was also a setup. Yeah. That was that wasn't real. Yeah. Then how the hell was Walter looking for a chip that didn't exist that only he would have wanted if it had existed? It was like the eye got them in trouble to get them out of trouble. Mm-hmm. That part didn't make sense. I was I was trying to find the beginning of the thread, and I still can't find it. Like, so the eye set them up. It was all a part of the eye's plan in order to expose Walter. And the only like way to get to him, Walter, in a way the only way, way to get to that. him was for them for him to get to them first. Yes, but they were unwitting participants mm-hmm. in this game. Me, Blair. I don't know. Well, you can't do a lot when you're in jail. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that part makes a little more sense now. What's his name was like, oh, I keep waiting for the eye to send me something and they're not because he's in jail. Yeah, he can't. Yes. He must have been like in the nicest jail ever, too. Yeah, it was a nice jail. I mean, I've heard white collar crime jails are pretty nice. Like he had like a printer. Like it would. It, I thought that was a joke on itself. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, you're in my cell. Uh, take that paper from my printer." Yeah. Like the way that he said that, I was like, "This is a joke that no one's getting. Yeah. No one in this audience with me is understanding that this is supposed to be funny." Yeah, but wouldn't the leader of the eye have hookups in jail? Yeah, but I don't know. I just didn't get that from the end of the movie. And now that you're saying it, I guess. But it just it feels weak. Yeah, it feels weak. It makes me weak. <laughs> I mean, I need to rewatch the first one admittingly to see if it holds but like you said it, it feels like a massive rewrite of the story in order to make this one i yeah. mean the, the main the main difference between the two movies is dylan is not the main character of the first film and he's mm. the main character of this well film. because that's the whole twist of the first movie is that the guy that was their enemy was actually there and isn't like, this the same twist oh, see now that's even worse i the hate guy it when sequels just do the same thing over and over again Ugh. i just made you hate the movie more yeah. Good times. Good yeah. times. Tom, hey, how much I'm still did, here. How much did you hate the movie? Um, I'll be honest, because I don't remember the first movie. It wasn't really that big of a deal. <laughs> but the thing is, I was willing to go along with it for like the first 30 minutes or whatever. Like, yeah. okay. I well, maybe, where did it lose you? But it's just like when it stopped being about practical magic, which you could argue oh, it never started. That's the problem yeah. with the first yeah. film, too, is yeah. it's all yeah. CG bullshit. Yeah, and that's where it started to lose me. Then all the stuff you're talking about, about how it's like, oh, this does make sense, this does make sense, and mm-hmm. slowly afterwards began to just lose me. Like, I kind of like parts of it, but I don't like it as a whole, so mm-hmm. I'm not quite as down on it as this guy over here. <laughs> but otherwise, I... I just I also want to remind Andrew that he picked it. Well, yeah, for Tom. Yeah. Okay. And I thought it would he be did. better than Warcraft. Anything's better than Warcraft. I was going to invite you for either film. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no matter what we picked, you were coming along. I'm glad I didn't do Warcraft. Those ads are an abomination. Yeah, I don't know. I, only, I feel like I only saw one ad for Warcraft, so... I felt like I saw the same ad over and over again. I think I got lucky. Yeah, you did. I had the opposite of Eddie the Eagle problem. There you go. Eddie the Eagle was... That trailer played before everything. Every single film. Every yeah. single film. Yeah. That was nuts. Okay. Yeah. Uh... I mean, Did I don't think it's a great movie. That's like at the end of the day, I miss good B movies. 
And I feel like yeah, this slides. Yeah, needs to work more. <laughs> yeah. I do want a B movie too. Yeah. What I if? Do. What if Seinfeld today? What if Seinfeld B? Yeah, uh, B movie too. Yeah. Um. I just feel like at, at, if they make a Now You See Me three. God. Which they now shouldn't. you see three. Come on. But yeah. they're not going to do that because yeah. this one should have been now you don't because now you see me, now you don't. Come on. <sighs> There's just a lot of problems. But uh, if they make a third one, I feel like they're just going to ignore parts of this ending mm-hmm. and pretend like, oh, there's another leader of the eye. Yeah. Right? I could no, totally I see that. No, I, I could see them doing that shit trying to so, find a successor so easily. And having like a worldwide magic trick off. Yep. Well, and if Jay Chow is not a larger part of the third one, that would just... Yeah. Be upsetting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, Jay Chow was good. Yeah. He was good. Although it'd be funny if they do a third one. See, now I'm just coming up with dumb plots for the third yeah. one. The twin, the twin brother takes over his place because Woody Harrelson, he wants to only be in the movie less and he just decides, I like this <laughs> character more. <laughs> yeah, though I hated that brother character so much. That was, oh, that was painful. Hey, look at me. I'm funny. That was really... Basically doing his Hunger Games shtick, but less good. I don't know. I feel like his Hunger Games shtick was better. Yeah, I said less good. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were... Okay. It tracks. I'm on. I'm on. (laughs) On board. Yep. Oh, boy. Movie, 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 movie. I don't know. I feel like I want, like... Something better. I want characters. I want practical magic. Yeah, characters and practical magic. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like the closest they got to a character was the Daniel Radcliffe character and maybe Lizzie, Lizzie Kaplan. Like, other than that, they were just kind of real generic types. And that just didn't... Uh, I was just not excited for that. Yeah. Once, as I, as I saw it unfold before me, it was just, ugh, painful. I don't know. I think I liked the fight where Mark Ruffalo pretends he has the chip or whatever. And then he fights all the guys with like weird, silly magic things. Yeah, he has like the mirror and the glass. Yeah, we could use more of that. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to see. Because there's a good scene from the first one where uh, Dave is just fighting a whole room with dudes with like flam flam flammable paper. Yeah, yeah, and cards. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, and this film strangely had way less of that. Yeah, I don't know. Although, I mean, I don't know. I feel like whenever it started to get good, it just took a turn for me. Like it would just do something out of the out of the blue, weird and dumb, and I was like, okay, I don't, I'm back off. It's like Leslie Morgan Freeman alone for five minutes, and then he'll get out of here. <laughs> um, no, like I liked um, some of the bit. At, not it wasn't even at the end. It was like they were they had all split up and were doing their big big tricks in the wild in london yeah and uh england the rain the rain trick i liked but yeah then, but then it got dumb because it was like now i can make the rain go everywhere and it was like well that's not what the trick is yeah. like we saw the trick in the shop it's, yeah they went they went away from light. a practical effect <laughs> yeah. to oh now we're just gonna cg the hell and out then of he this. was like i need to go and he like drops and it was like well there clearly wasn't a there's no way there was a trap door there so yeah. i don't know what the hell you just did besides literally teleport mm-hmm like, even in the beginning, they tried to make it like, oh, they teleported to Macau. And it was like, no, let's explain it. And I was like, I would have been fine if that was a magic tube, because that's what I, that was what the end of the first one said. The end of the first yeah, one. Yeah, but it was also not their magic. It was Daniel Radcliffe. 
So well, why would he have access to a magic tube? Because he has access to what's his name's brother. <laughs> See, you don't like my explanations, and I don't like the truth. <laughs> That's our problem. Well, the truth is not setting you free. No. And my the way that I see it is is not true and that's this is I mean this silly. just brings back a conversation I don't even know if we had it on the podcast. I think it was a conversation between you, myself and Benson mm-hmm. where I was saying people need to stop trying to explain everything because the answers are always worse than what we all make up in our head. And they're always unsatisfactory. Yeah. So this film comes in with no more answers for you, and that makes it even worse, and explains a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like... I like the eye as a concept. I yep. like a secret, secret society. Mm-hmm. And this was just kind of like... Uh, it Apparently had, it's three people. Should have had, Yeah, it should have had way better more. Well, four. We have oh, weird yeah, mustache four. guy. No, you're right, you're right. Weird mustache guy. Yep. Blech. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, like, what if they failed that? Like, that's, that's all I can think. Like, what if they had failed at stealing that chip? Then would the eye drop them? Yeah, like, maybe. would the eye be like, well, I guess we picked the wrong four people? Yeah. Like, I, I can't even understand, like, by this own movie's logic, what it was trying to do with that moment. The eye was trying to make them prove themselves? Or maybe there to make sure they succeeded. Like, maybe if they were going to fail, he would fake slipping up and... That's not what happened, though. I guess. He was there to look like an obstacle, but actually be helpful in case it was necessary. Mm-hmm. He was there in case that part of the plan well, that's was going to screw up. Right. You think about what was all the things that were in their way were actually on their side. Morgan Freeman and that whole scene. And then the, the real enemy was always being played by the eye. Mm-hmm. They weren't in any real danger, except for the part where Mark Ruffalo got locked in that safe and no one, no one was there to save him. No, he had to save himself. Yeah, he had to cathartic. save himself. Or die. Yeah. So the eye decided that either he he picks himself up or dies right. like his father. Yeah, maybe that's what happened to his father. Like that's, oh my God. That, that He should hate the eye then. That the eye tested his father. Maybe and, that's the third one is he finds out that the eye is responsible for his father's death and he's going to take down the eye from the inside. Oh God. <laughs> but then his enemy is his friend. Yeah, he's, well, he's got to go against the horseman. Okay. I just can't. I don't know. This film hurts me <laughs> on a on a weird level. I think it's because you're too close. I'm too close. You're way too close. You love magic. I do love magic. Yeah, that's why you're too close. And I kind of liked the first one. I don't give a shit about magic. But I liked the first one, and this one's just like, nah, nah, nah. Well, it 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 betrays a conceit. It betrays the where the film ends. Mm. Which is really weird. I don't know. It's really strange. Yeah. I guess they just couldn't make that work. Well, it was the same thing with that s- s- Stupid Huntsman sequel. Oh, yeah. Where it was well, like... No, why are, we, why are you bringing... Not, that's what I'm saying. We don't need to bring that up. Like, that one just ignores huge parts of the first movie. And massively changes them. Yeah. I feel like it's a similar situation here. I need to watch the first one again. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Tom, any more? Uh... I only saw it three days ago, and I'm trying to remember anything about it, and I don't even remember the first one, which is, should tell you how much I, I'm going to remember this one. Yeah, how much you care. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was god-awful, but it was boring, if anything else, and I wanted more practical magic, and that might have made it more interesting, but otherwise, 
It was forgettable, kind of bad to me. Yeah, forgettable is a good way to put it. Yeah. So maybe I'll gonna I'm gonna like it in the five years when I just look back and realize I don't remember a single thing about it. <laughs> there you go. All right, that Not was taking up any room in your brain. Yeah. That was our review discussion combo. Yeah. Meaning there won't be anything at the end. Sorry if you. I mean, we said spoilers. I'll say it again at the end, just in case yeah. anyone's doing a skip around. I mean, did you hit the button when you said spoilers? Nah. <laughs> I'll just call it a re- review discussion combo. Okay. And that's been discussing podcast plans on air. Ta-da. Now you see me too. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite! Unite. Let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. Tom? Alright. In theaters this week we have Finding Dory, Central Intelligence, and a limited release... More great Daniel Radcliffe, Win Swiss Army Man, and Linda release again. We have The Last King. All right, before we get to guess the ending, let's give out some thanks, starting with Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout, which I got from the YouTube audio library, youtube.com slash audio library. Uh, if you like our logo, it was done by Justin Kizon. He's an artist and a writer. You can find his writings over at Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. And he's doing like a daily Instagram video thing, and he's really good at making videos. So find him on Instagram, Justin Kizan. Uh, if you like podcasts, you, you should check out Pick Your Path. It's a choose your adventure style enhanced podcast that I write along with Matt Benson and David King. Uh, BenVNetwork.com slash PYP. Season one is out today. No, it's out forever. Like I said today, like as in it's special. Immediately. It's season two is coming later this year uh check it out and uh tom yeah and when i'm not here i write over at optograph.org i write about movies tv sometimes music podcasts the works i've decided to take off the summer from reviewing tv shows which i guess is bummer because won't get any orange the new black or any of that other great stuff but i'll still write about something from them and i also have short stories over at amazon and smashwords from like a 99 cents to 2.99 in that range. I plan to have a few out in the next few weeks. I don't have specific release dates because I'm uh, fickle with actually getting around to editing them at the moment. But they'll be out in the next few weeks. So check them out and yeah. So have you written anything about Penny Dreadful? Um, not at length. No, I could probably just write why you should be watching it. But yeah. Good. I plan to write a recap of the season, but that's about all I plan Great. to do. Great. Because I agree with that. Yeah. People should be watching it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yes. I stream over at twitch.tv backslash gamersall weekly. I'll be streaming this Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am going through my backlog, and while I'm doing so, I'm playing all my old games. This weekend will be Fallout 4. And. Hey. It should be fun. I actually had, I was playing uh, Dragon Age Inquisition last week, and I was getting like 9 to 15 people Wow, playing an old game. Lots of people are interested. Lots of new faces. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to repeat that this weekend 
with Fallout 4. How do you? How does your people account with uh, Jenga and all the old games? Uh, not bad, but uh, the interactivity is kind of difficult. It's hard playing that game by yourself. Well, it's pretty easy. Just do it like chess where you number the pieces and say pull out M4 or something. Yeah, but then I'm still the one pulling them out. You got a problem pulling out? <laughs> then you have everyone Not right there, right there, shakiness <laughs> and like steadiness, right? Those are two different things that you have to rate. Look, if there's one thing I have experience in, yeah. So then it's you, that. So then you can match their, yeah, steadiness. Like, of the hey, hand. Yeah. Like, get on camera, show me how shaky you are. <laughs> I need to match that shakiness. Um, all right. I don't even know what the hell's happening right now. Uh, go to BenviewNetwork.com for all the other great podcasts on the Benview Network. Uh, such as the artistry and uh, Trent Talk and Van Dammit and all the rest. Just go to benviewnetwork.com. Uh, and for our personal website, anyviewpodcast.com, uh, email us anyviewpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube sometimes and uh, on Twitter at anyviewpodcast. And my personal Twitter is at podcasterandrew. Optograb. And I'm at truevelk. All right, so now it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Do do. Am I first? Yep. All right. As I was. <laughs> Central Intelligence, directed by uh, Rawson Marshall Thurber of We Are the Marshals. What is it called? We Are Marshall. We are Marshall. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh, meet the Meet the Turners. Meet the Fockers. Meet the Parents. We are the. Dang it! You know what I'm saying. We are your friends. It's the one where it's uh, it's Jennifer oh, Aniston is uh, in the fake family and they're trying to move. Oh, uh, where the Turners? Weed. It's not Turners. Turner Classic Movies. <laughs> it's uh, where Turner Classic Movies. We are the Mansons. Meet the somethings. No, we are the somethings. We're the Millers. Oh, yeah. Jesus. and will the more, will the where the Millers do is rumored to be yeah, coming no, next. Probably not. Uh, starring The Rock, Kevin Hart, Danielle Nicolette, and Amy Ryan. After he reunites with an old pal through Facebook, a mild-mannered accountant is lured into the world of international espionage. All so, right. hold on. Yeah. Before you get down this road, yeah. is this the sequel? Ah, oh, damn, I just forgot the name of the movie. I'm so bad with names. I don't even know what you were going to say, and I'm a little scared. <sighs> To the Matrix? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty great. I true spy. Lies. Is this a oh, sequel true to True Lies? Lies? No, 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 please. This is, uh, this is perhaps within the universe of, 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 of Spee. Ooh. Uh, but I, Ooh. I, would, I, I believe they only make references. They're setting up the greater universe of Central Intelligence slash Spee. Anyway. Uh, what the hell? Okay, so The Rock <laughs> is... The right the the CIA guy, yeah, and Kevin Hart's the mild mannered accountant. Wouldn't it be great if it was the other way around? It would, but no. And so, as they're going along, he finds him through Facebook. He thinks through chance, right? Uh, uh, it's The Rock finds Kevin Hart. He thinks through chance, mm-hmm. but then a little more than halfway through the movie, it is revealed that Kevin Hart was a deep undercover Ooh. agent for a different department and he didn't want to blow his cover. So he had to act mild mannered. So then he takes charge when the rock like breaks his arm or something. So he's like, well, you can't do this anymore. I got this. Right. But then at the end they can't work together because they're in different departments. And so they're both like kind of bummed because they've reconnected in such a, such a great way. But then 
their departments get merged. Ooh. So then they can work together. Oh, that's cool. But then he, Kevin Hart does go back to being an accountant because he's like, you know what? I don't, I don't need that excitement all I the time. I left this life for a reason. Yeah, he's like, I will not left that life. He just, he got so deep into accountant work that he likes it better. Yeah, that's weird. He just he loves just, it. He just really loves Most it. Most people would quit and do something else, but he just yeah. loves it. So uh, it's, you know, it becomes like the myth of, of the little accountant who could oh. uh, within the CIA. Uh, right. And you know whatever. I mean, I've I've heard that myth. Whatever their whatever their enemy is uh, is you know taken to jail and possibly has a brother who's going to fight them in the next movie. Nice. That's a real classic. I love that setup. Mm-hmm. See if if somehow Daniel Radcliffe had been Michael Caine's brother instead of son, I would have been all in. Yeah. That's all it takes for me. That was the old Jason Statham switcheroo. Yeah. Statham was uh, Lucas, someone's brother. What was that guy's name? Oh, you're talking about whoever was the bad guy in in Fast Six. <sighs> His brother was the bad guy in Furious Seven. Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> Luke Evans. That's the one. Really? Yeah. Right. Are you even looking? Shaw. Well, no, but the actor's name. Oh, yeah, Luke Evans. <laughs> I thought you were actually looking for the name of the actual dude. No, 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 no. Yeah, so Luke nah, Evans. Nah, nah. So well, Luke like, Evans shows up at the end of Central Intelligence Dracula. and says, you're going to pay. You should have just said Dracula. Uh, I would have known who you were I talking I still haven't about. seen Dracula Untold. Dracula. All right, who's next? <laughs> Me. Swiss Army Man, limited release, uh, directed by Dan Kwan. Daniel Shenwright. I believe it's Shineart. Shineart? I don't know. I'm just I'm saying it like that because of Shineright. If you've seen Thirty Rock, oh. Shine Paul Shine, Dano, Shineheart Wig Company, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Timothy Ulick. A hopeless man stranded in the wilderness befriends a dead body, and together they go on a surreal journey to get home. Uh, so I'm just going to say right off that this is actually pretty screwed up. Uh, at the end of the day. Uh, he goes on this crazy journey. It's very psychedelic, uh, uh, very close to resembling the art gallery scene in We Are Your Friends, if you've seen oh, that movie. Oh, shit. And at the end of the day, you realize that it's all just in his head, and he survived on the island by eating the decrepit corpse oh. of Daniel Radcliffe, and the meat was not good. Let's just say that. And uh, he just dies there in the island because he ate bad meat. And uh, but at least he goes out with a bang. Uh, he's still having that psychedelic dream, and and thinks he made it back. And luckily, we don't have that whole you know uh, moment that's kind of played out in cliche where he realizes that it's all been a dream and he wakes up back on the island. Now he just dies in his dream, thinking that he survived. So Aww. it's a little screwed up, but um, at least. At least he never knows the truth of his circumstances. <sighs> and that's it. All right. And I have The Last King, uh, directed by Nils Gelp, starring Anders Dahlberg, Osmund Red, Eike Elga Elgesim, Paul Sverhagen. I'm thinking that's five names. Two. No, it's four. Four, yeah. If you can figure out where the commas were, good luck. Um, it's because you're on a phone. No, I mean the listener. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, which, which is which name? Yeah. In the year 1206, Norway is raged by a civil war. The king's illegitimate infant son, Haken Hawkins. 
which half the kingdom was killed off, is guarded in secrecy by two men, a story which changed the course of the country's history. Well, in 1206, Norway was having a little trouble because uh, there were these countries around them that wanted them to conform to the rules of the land, which was Sweden and Denmark. It was like, no, we need to be a civil, not a uncivil. And uh, suddenly they found out why they wanted his illegitimate son dead. Haken was captain Norway, and uh, his cousin was uh, the Iron Man equivalent. I'm not going to come up with the name right now. Uh-huh. And basically, they began to form troops to fight each other because it's like, either we join Norway and Sweden, I mean, Denmark and Sweden, or we become our own country. So they fight each other, and then this bit one Ant-Man becomes a big guy, and this green guy becomes an angry guy, and uh, continues to fight on and on until they realize that it was actually a guy from Ireland that was trying to screw them all up. They were always a country that was off on their own, and none of this really mattered. They fought each other until one got really badly injured, and they learned nothing from it for the next 900 years. Wow. Historical. You know, yeah. this this whole thing made me realize? What? We know what a civil war is like. Mm-hmm. What's an uncivil war like? That's a thinker, right? Yeah. That's a thinker. I mean... No, I'm just going to let that be. That's a thinker. Yeah. So... <laughs> So now we can end the guessing. Um, yeah. Yeah. What are, what are we going to see? Uh, you know what I want to see. I, mean, I don't even know what I want to see. But you, but, you, but, but you know what I want to see. I mean, you want to see everything. Mm-hmm. You want to see no. Swiss Army Man. Probably not. I mean, I guess Mary we should Elizabeth do Finding, Winstead's in it. We should but. do Finding Dory, right? See, I know you hate animated stuff, but I feel like... Oh, yeah, that's me. I hate yeah. animated stuff. Yeah. You just made that face because it's animated. Because I don't want to see Finding Dory. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe Central Intelligence? That's what I want to see. Maybe. That's what I want to see. I'll see who I can get and what they'll do. Okay. If we got to do Finding Dory, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. All right. That's fine. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not, not looking like... forward to going to the theater for that. No. That's why I don't want to see it. Because yeah, I had a horrible enough time watching Now You See Me Too with a group of three, not girls, women, behind me, who talked the entire fucking time and laughed at no... Like, someone would come on screen and they'd just be like, ha, 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 Oh, it was Black Hat like, all over again. Why are you laughing? Remember Black Hat? Nothing's funny on screen. I had people clap during my show, like, this is the most intelligent movie ever. I'm telling you, it's that 40-year-old range that, that yeah. I was in my family <laughs> that I was talking about. Uh, but, oh, God. I... It's a good thing I'm a nice person. Because, <laughs> uh, and I was the first one in the theater, and literally everyone sat around me. Yeah. Three rows, or three seats to my right, three seats to my left, people sat. People sat directly in front of me. People That's sat, weird. People, I mean, literally, three people. One directly in front of me, two, one on each side. I'm just like, what? That's weird. And, and then the girls behind me on my left, like, I was surrounded. <laughs> I couldn't move anywhere. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's how... Right. It's the same way, you know, I got into that fake car accident. It's bullshit. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's say we'll see what happens next week. It's yeah. one of those two. Because the other ones are in limited release. We don't even know where they'll be showing. Yeah. So, uh, we'll but, flip a coin. Uh, uh, you know, uh, if you listen to the review, then you know that there's no discussion. 
we just got it all out of the way. Yeah. So there's nothing after the music credits. Thanks, thanks for sticking around. Yeah. Uh, thanks for hearing us out on Now You See Me Too. Yeah. Uh, impassioned speeches on both sides. Um, so this has been episode 280 of Nerds Eye View. And until next week, I'm Andrew. I'm Tom. And I'm Jordan. Remember, listeners, the suited dude comes up to you and says, hey, magic is real. No, it's not. Click right on, good. right on, good. right in the background there. You deserve it for leaving it on the Got table, right by our guests. It's fine. You know, we, we prov- I'm trying to provide a nice environment for Tom, mm-hmm. and you just got to leave stuff on the table. Mm-hmm. You're making us look bad. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com.